Reliability is a superpower. If you can be the person that people call when they need something, and again, obviously that's a fine line, but what does that mean? What does that mean about you? What does that mean about your skills? What does that mean about the trust that you're building with other people? You wouldn't even be listening to this or watching this on YouTube if you were uncertain whether or not NLU would exist in five years, two years, one year. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was number 1,175, one surprising thing that you need to use more, your damn personality. Today, for episode number 1,176, happy Monday. You can't win if you don't show up. Also, Alan, I think I have to change my lights. So I celebrate Christmas. I'm a big Christmas fan. I love December. I might have to do red and green for the lights. I just want to let you know. Do it. Do it. I, I think it might be. I got to I got to turn my fan off real quick. Okay. Turn your fan off. I'm going to get started with what we're talking about. Alan has left the building. All right. So as you know, Alan and I went to Toronto recently. And we went to Toronto because our mentor Evan Carmichael DM'd me and he said, "Hey Kev, I'm looking for somebody to come up to Toronto and interview me at my studio. And I thought of you guys first. And I was like, oh, that's a really nice thing to say. Awesome. We've already been to Toronto once. He reached out to us before and said, hey, can you come interview me? But when we were interviewing Evan, and I don't think it's live yet, so I can't reference the video. I don't remember what was exactly said. But he said, I meant it when I said I thought of you guys first. Because last time... I sent out a message to a lot of people. So it was probably like a, it was pre COVID probably like a little bit before COVID where Evan sent out a message to a lot of people and said, Hey, I'd like you to come interview me. And he said, the interesting thing was a lot of these people were local. Like they lived in Toronto and they still didn't come. And you guys drove from Massachusetts to Toronto to interview me. So when I was thinking this time of who I wanted to come up, I thought of you guys first. You were the first two names that I thought of. And that's really where I got the inspiration for this episode. The This is what I wrote in the, so under the title, I usually write something that helps me remember the story. The reliable, the reliable one is often the one who wins. Evan thought of us and said, who, who will show up? And he thought of us. One of the, I think one of the most important things we did was we were working with David Meltzer for a while. And part of that was we would be on his podcast, right? We were on his podcast 24 times, something like that. I think 23. 23 times. But this is the interesting thing. And Alan, I'll ask you, and you and I have not talked about this. How many times did we either get a text message or an email that said, hey, can you fill in? There's an open spot tomorrow at 7 a.m. How many times did that happen? Uh, my brain said seven or eight at least. Yeah. Many times. So one third of the opportunities were us 
getting the call because we were the reliable ones. And there is, it was never during a time where we didn't have to like move stuff, call each other and be like, yo, how do we make this happen? Yeah. Yeah. So that's really the goal in this episode. And it's weird. I always, I think I'm always subconsciously kind of doing similar episodes, but we talked about the importance of leaning into your personality and the importance of understanding how important your personality is and how it can give you results or opportunities, at least that you might not connect My goal with this one is to understand, for you to understand that reliability is a superpower. If you can be the person that people call when they need something, and again, obviously that's a fine line, but what does that mean? What does that mean about you? What does that mean about your skills? What does that mean about the trust that you're building with other people? A lot of the opportunities we have gotten is because we are the reliable ones. We'll show up. Can I promise it'll be perfect every time? No. I think you and I do a lot more prep work than than some people, but that is why Evan had us to Toronto. That's why we got so many opportunities with David Meltzer. I would also argue that that's why when you and I went to California a few years ago, we were able to interview five or six people in person because we were always very reliable with those people. We had interviewed them previously and we were always on time. They were always off on time. It was always of quality. So that's my goal in today's episode is if if Alan and I were working with you and you were on the team, would you be the first person we called? If so, the odds of you succeeding in the long run are very, very, very high. Definitely. There's a joke at NLU, kind of like a running joke of if you succeed at being reliable and consistent, you're going to end up overwhelmed with work. Because Kevin and I have way more work than any two humans can handle. And so we're constantly going to the most reliable team members. And quite frankly, the team members that are less reliable, they get less opportunities. And yeah, they get less work, but they get less opportunities, right? Who is the most reliable? I think all human beings are very certainty driven, some more than others, but generally speaking, when you need a new phone, you go to Apple or you go to Android. Why? Because you don't want to take a risk. You don't want to take a risk. Emilia and I were on the phone yesterday with a guy named Steve. Not Steven, Steve. He was uh, he works at Apple. Because her MacBook, something happened to it. I don't know why or what happened. We tried to find the anomaly. Was it the circuit breaker? Like what was it the adapter? We did all these troubleshooting tests on the phone with this guy, Steve. And I'm I'm in tech, spent a lot of time in tech, I should say. So like f- for me, it was actually... Uh, um, pretty easy to diagnose what we think was wrong. And him and I came to the same conclusion. We think the battery within the laptop is messed up. I don't think the laptop is, but the battery is, I think. Anyways, uh, why did we call Apple support? Because we know Apple products almost never break. And if they do, there's a, uh, they call it the genius um, bar, I think. Genius bar. So there's three Apple stores within one is Solomon Pond Mall, which is near us. One is Providence Place Mall and there's another one. So while on the phone with Steve at Apple, he's booking an appointment for us to go get, it's under warranty, first of all, because she bought it and it was a $2,500 like MacBook Pro. And this thing is awesome. This thing is awesome. And it's not working. So you call support, they pick up. The wait wasn't that bad. It was like five minutes. And we talked to Steve Called him Steven, doesn't like that, Steve. And Steve McQueen, I'm joking. Um, so Steve is on the phone with me. We're troubleshooting, troubleshooting, troubleshooting. 
he figured out the issue. So did I, most likely. The highest probability issue is it's the battery. It's under warranty. Go get a new battery. I'll book the appointment for you. Okay, what's your zip code? 01569. Okay, what's the closest to that? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Providence Place uh, doesn't have any times until Monday. When do you want to go? Uh, we want to go on Sunday when the housekeeper's coming. Okay, uh, what time? They have openings at 12.15, Okay, awesome. One thirty. Good, done. He booked it. And we trust that he booked it. We trust that when we show up at Apple, they're going to be professional. They're going to get us in and out of there as quick as possible. They're going to fix the laptop for free because it's under warranty. Apple is the most successful company in history. It's top three. I don't know which one it is right now, honestly, because it's Amazon, Apple, and Google, I think, that are keep, keep moving. Facebook, I think, is up there as well. My point is, if we weren't certain that Apple products were reliable... If we weren't certain that when we buy on Amazon, it's going to get here in two days. If we weren't certain that we can call tech support when we need tech support and that we'll actually get support, we would not buy these products. Certainty drives decision making. This is one of the things I do with my clients most because they're uncertain. They're uncertain of their future. They're uncertain that their strategy is going to work. They're uncertain of what they can achieve. They're uncertain of their own capabilities. They're uncertain they can get better. They're uncertain they can learn. What am I doing? I'm constantly injecting certainty. Not inaccurate delusional certainty, but I'm constantly saying, you actually could do this. Here's the formula. Here's how you do it. I can tell you with high probability this is going to work. That's what coaching is. You might as well buy certainty. Mm-hmm. I have these two clients, 25 years old, starting a company. Once a month, we jump on the phone. They're starting with monthly and they're buying certainty. You have me in your corner. I'm up late at night worried about your business. Great. Your chances of success just went way, way, way up. And yes, I used to be bashful about saying that, but I'm not bashful about that anymore. Certainty, certainty, certainty. When you are the reliable one, everyone will go to you. Hey guys, it's Alex Ramos and I am happy that I was in group coaching for a second time. Um, It definitely helps to have accountability. I'm happy that I invested in this because it was investing in me and even better, I get to meet people that are doing the same exact thing to help themselves. And I need friends and close people around me like that, you know? So yeah, I really appreciated being in group coaching because of the accountability and because of being people. That's why we got the interview with Evan. That's why we got to work with Dave for 23 episodes on one of the most successful business podcasts in the world. That's why my clients come to me. They know I'm going to show up to the calls and I'm going to be on time. And yes, my track record is very good on that. And so not just certainty, not just reliability, but track record. I helped someone with their resume yesterday, a client of mine. She's sharing her screen. She's like, I want this opportunity. I think she, uh, she wants an opportunity at Georgia State University. I said, show me what roles you want. I love career dev. She's like, I want this role, this role, this role. This salary is a little low. Okay, let's figure out which one you want. All right, show me your cover letter. Show me your resume. Let's go through it. The resume is so good. I said, very few people can fill authentically two pages of a resume. This person's in her late 30s, early 40s. She's going to be fine. You're going to get the role. You have a rock solid track record. You have an awesome resume. Why wouldn't someone hire someone with a rock-solid track record? That's what we're talking about on this episode. How good is your track record? You go to the gym, a gym partner, how often do you skip? Hmm. Right? If Kevin and I missed episodes all the time, he would have canned me years ago or vice versa. 
We never miss. You wouldn't even be listening to this or watching this on YouTube if you were uncertain whether or not NLU would exist in five years, two years, one year. We trust brands. We trust people that are reliable, that are consistent, and that we know will be there for us. NLU will be there for you forever, for as long as Kevin and I can do this, okay? And you know that on some subconscious level, and we know that. And that's why you listen. You know this is not a short-term train. You're on this train for the long run, hopefully. And that's one of the reasons you come to us versus Joe Schmo's podcast. Uh, whatever you do, don't ever reach out to me for help with your resume. That's all I'll say. <laughs> reach out to Helen because I, I have no idea. I don't know anything about anything when it comes to resumes. Don't know. Not my jam. What about podcasting? What are your thoughts? I got you. I got you there. Perfect. I got you. But resumes, I do not. I have no idea. I don't even know what to do anymore. I remember I I career tried. development. You Love do. It. I don't. I am not a fan of it. <laughs> I am not a fan of it. I <laughs> Go just, to Kevin that's... if you want to start a podcast. If you want to have a successful career, come to me. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's good. I didn't, never had really any successful career, so I can't necessarily reverse engineer how to do it. You did that's, okay, I mean, believe it or not. With, through yeah, but consistency, that was just, reliability, massive work. On your resume, and, and for me, likeable. it's just like, I will grind my face off. That's it. That's yeah, what I would that's put. That's it. And Perfect. that's not healthy for everybody. So the the other interesting thing about reliability is you get different tests. That's really what it is, is you get you get a level one test. And if you show up, it's like, all right, check the box. That person's reliable. Then you, it's almost like if you think of, think of like a tournament and the way sporting tournaments work, two teams play and then there's another two teams that play and another two teams, another two teams and the winners play. And then the winners of those play and the winners, and then eventually you get to the championship. I think reliability is very similar where when you pass the level one test, you go into a different bucket. It's almost like, Hey, we need a really good interview on short notice. Who do we call? Oh, what about those next level guys? They did it last time. It's like, all right, cool. Boom. Let's call them. Then we show up. Then we hopefully over deliver, which I think we did this time. You get put to the next bucket of like, those guys are a lock. I know they're going to be, I know they're going to show up and I know they're going to crush it. Send them a message. And that's how you build your quote unquote resume. That's how you build your reputation. That's what your reputation becomes. So I, I guess for this, this week of episodes or at least Sunday and Monday, yesterday and today, it really is. There are intangibles that you might have that you're not leveraging. Being reliable is one of the best things in the world. It's one of the best things in the world. It really it's is. so important. And I think it's underutilized and probably underappreciated because it's not shiny, it's not sexy, but people appreciate it and people remember it. Kev, we were at UMass Lowell watching yeah. Oprah on stage. I d wish I remembered the exact number. She said that she never missed a single episode of the Oprah show for like over a decade. I think it was 20 years. I want to say it was 20 years of Wild. the Oprah show and she never missed a single episode. She said never once was I sick. Uh, she was sick, but she showed up anyway. She never missed. And I turned to you. Do you remember this? I turned to you and I said, that's why she's Oprah. Mm -hmm. 20 yeah. years never missing. I went to a Taylor. I know we got to go. I went to a Taylor Swift concert once. Dollar in the jar. Dollar in the jar. Foxborough Stadium, 60,000 people, I think. Something like that. Foxborough. More. More? 80? Probably like 75. 75, okay. Foxborough Stadium, late at night, and we all have these wristbands on that are like glowing. It was actually really cool. And I remember thinking to myself, all of us paid hard-earned money to come here. We drove an hour plus, some of us, sometimes less, sometimes more. 
And we all are sitting here and you know how they always have a performer that's like opening for Taylor Swift mm-hmm. or whoever the main event is. And this was, I forget the name of the show, but it was like her, it wasn't 1989. It was something else. Of course I didn't know. I was just going along for the ride here. But I remember thinking to myself, like, what if Taylor Swift was sick right now? What if she got sick and was like, you know what? Honestly, I'm sorry. Mm. You know, she's a human being. What if she like has a sore throat and can't sing? And I was like, that would really suck. We all are like sitting here in our seats, like waiting. I'm bored as it gets, right? I, didn't, I shouldn't have gone. Uh, and I love Taylor Swift, but I don't want to go to concerts, honestly. That's just on me. Um, that was back when I used to say to, yes to things that were misaligned. But cool experience ended up being cool. I remember thinking to myself, like, she's reliable. Like, what if she just didn't show up? No one would have came if they weren't certain that she would do this. And if they weren't certain that she was excellent. Everyone there, sitting there, late at night, waiting, watching this performer no one knows, open for Taylor Swift. And I remember sitting there like, everyone here is certain that Taylor Swift's going to come out. What if Taylor Swift gets Swift gets sick or whatever? We're all going to be bummed and we're much less likely to go to the next concert. Mm. People hire you. People hire you because they're certain you're going to show up and they're certain your work is going to be high quality. And in all honesty, I I am very aware of this and I don't know if this is something on everyone's radar, but I'm always looking at that. I, I go to a subway in town and I, I can't stand going there. Because there's this really unreliable worker there. He's very entitled, he's young, and he doesn't make the sandwiches well, and he takes forever. And he always talks my ear off, too. I'm not trying to talk to you, man. Sorry. Like, I just, I want to focus, okay? Now I do DoorDash, luckily, which is way better. And again, I don't have a lot of time at night. I finish work at 8, and I have to go to the gym, and I want to eat my food, and I want to get to bed so that I can get up and crush it. And I want to spend time with Emilia, quite frankly. So it's nothing against this kid, okay? But the point is, he's very unreliable. The subs are always wrong. You know, of course I don't want to go there. I go across the street to Harry's though, because Harry's is always on point. Always on point. So whether it's ordering food or going to a concert or you name it, reliability is everything. It's everything. And I don't think, to your point, Kev, I don't think people understand that to the extent they should. Who knew Harry's Pizza in Uxbridge, Massachusetts would get a shout out on a global podcast one day? Who knew? <laughs> 140 countries. Who knew? Who knew? All right, we got to go because you have, you have book club. Next, yeah. Level Nation Group Coaching starts on January 3rd, 2023. Again, a lot of times I'm thinking to myself, what do I say about this that will inform people and help them make it a better decision? Or how do I make group coaching sound awesome? This is it at the end of the day. If you're surrounded by good people, you're going to do better. If you're surrounded by great people, you're going to do even better. If you're surrounded by next level people, you're going to do the best you can possibly do. Start this year off right. Don't let another year go by where you say, eh, I wish I did better. I regret not doing better. At the end of the day, you are going to become what you do and who you surround yourself with. Group coaching is a great way for you to level up your life. Strong work. So Kev said this last episode. He said, I like next level books with next level people. Son. As the tagline for book Son. I agree. I agree. It is next level books with next level people. You want to talk about next level book? Essentialism. Essentialism is the disciplined pursuit of less but better. Keywords there are but better. 
doing less things does not mean your life will be worse. It actually means your life will be much better because you'll stay focused on the important things over the trivial many things that we all could be doing, like waiting for subs at Subway. I'm just joking. All right. So uh, join book club. The registration link is in the show notes, and I actually have to be on book club in three minutes, so we have to go. Next level nation tomorrow for episode number 1177. I promise this is going to resonate with you. What feelings do the holidays bring out for you? We had a lot of really good reception in the Next Level Nation Facebook group when we did this live. This is last week's live podcast. Make sure you tune in, especially if you are struggling with the holidays. As always, we love you, appreciate you, grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans, we have family. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. We will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.